What's going on everybody? John on here with you. It is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Day, March 16th, 2023. How's everybody doing out there today? It's the Calgary Fames and the Vegas Golden Knights. First for Calgary, 30, 24, and 14 on the season. They said fifth in the Pacific, head coached by Daryl Sutter. So I have the lineups in front of me, but here's the thing. We do know one thing, but we don't know the rest of the lineup on the side of it. It's all been shuffled. It's not even accurate from what I have. But what we do know is Walker Dewar and Jacob Peltier will not be in the lineup tonight. Daryl Sutter has mixed up everything. So everything that I'm going to give to you are the players that are playing, but it might not be indeed be accurate. But let's just get over it anyway. Elias Lindholm, Jonathan Edward, Tyler Toffoli, Mackenzie Weger, and Rasmus Anderson, Nazem Kadri, Andrew Mandrapani, Dylan Dubé, Noah Hannafin with Chris Tanev. It's Michael Backlund, Milan Lucic, and Blake Coleman, Adam Ruzicka, Nick Ritchie, and Trevor Lewis with Nikita Zadorov and Troy Stetcher. Jacob Markstrom is going to be getting the start in net. And for the Vegas Golden Knights, it sounds like this. They're 42-20-6 on the season. First in the Pacific, head coached by Bruce Cassidy. Jack Eichel, Ivan Barbashev with Jonathan Marceau, Alec Martinez, and Alex Petrangelo. William Carlson, Riley Smith with Pavel Devorev with Brain McNabb and Shea Theodore. It's Chandler Stevenson, Brett Howden, and Michael Amadio with Teddy Bluger, Paul Cotter, and Phil Kessel. Nicholas Hagen, Zach Whitecloth will round out line three on defense with Jonathan Quick in net. Now for Jonathan Quick and his numbers, we're going to go over some of these numbers for the Flames as well. But for Jonathan Quick, since he stepped in a Vegas uniform, the 37-year-old, he might be in his last year in the NHL. But he's going out with a bang right now for Vegas. 3-0-0, 1-9-7 goals against, 9-39 save percentage, and a shutout. In totality, 15-13-4, and 3-34, 8-83 one shutout. So the only shutout he's got is with Vegas right now. And keep in mind, Vegas is missing four goaltenders, some that we already know about and some that have been recent too. So Robin Leonard, he knew he was going to be up for the season with a double hip injury. Logan Thompson still day-to-day alongside Aiden Hill and Lauren Bonsoir. So they had to bring in Jonathan Quick for a sixth-round pick to figure that out and get some stability in the back end. And on the other side for the Calgary Flames, we know that they don't have games in hand. The Nashville Predators are an action night. They have three games in hand. Winnipeg Jets have the same amount of games played as Calgary with all 14 left by the time it's all done. So they're both losing right now. So this is an opportunity, if that holds, for the Flames to get within three points of wildcard spot numero dos. they got to get that done tonight. And as we said... With Daryl Sutter mixing up all of the lines. Again, all the particulars that I gave you are correct as far as who's in and who's out. But it's going to be a match for all of us, whether or not Cooper Hopkins joins me. I couldn't get any message back from so I think they're riding solo tonight. But in the sense of everything, Calgary's shuffling whatever they can do to try to get jump-started. The only thing that still stays the same is Jacob Markstrom. It's his net. 18-18-9, 2 goals against, 8-94 save percentage with one shutout. So this should be another huge game, and then Calgary will go back on Saturday to play against the Dallas Stars. I'll probably have that one as well, with or without Cooper Hopkins, as we're going to get these in there. So the goalie controversy hasn't changed. It's still Jacob Markstrom. It's just alongside the rest of the lines for Calgary. And for Vegas, they're riding a four-game win streak. Everything else looks good for them right now, as they still sit top spot in the West. So we'll see if that continues, because it's really difficult to win in the Fortress. And Vegas has uh, got to win in Calgary every time that they've been at T-Mobile Arena right now. So we will see if this gets set to change. So John out here with you. I have the TELUS Flames feed on Sportsnet. 
We're going to get set to take this one in. So it's Elias Lindholm against William Carlson. And this is picked up now by the Golden Knights. They are in the mustard yellow as they're going to try to go left to right. And this is picked up off the backhand by Lindholm, but that just went a little bit away from Madrapani. As Madrapani now will pick this up in behind the net. Lindholm going to give chase as this goes here now for Marceau and Petrangelos. They flip this across the Golden Knight logo. So we're in Las Vegas right now in Sin City and one of the nightcaps has been a fully loaded uh, Thursday alongside with NCAA tournament games so we'll get all that stuff covered in that first intermission as Blake Coleman will spin around, pick this up across the right side wall and it gets cleared all the way back down by Vegas. That will be an icing here early as Mackenzie Weger touches up on the hybrid icing. So right now I see Jonathan Huberdell, Michael Backlund, and uh, Coleman on one line. Nucic, Kadri, and Lewis on another. Nick Ritchie, Ruzichka, and Dylan Dubé. And then Mackenzie Weger, Rasmus Anderson is the defensive pair. Noah Hannafin with Chris Tanev. So the defensive pairs haven't changed, but all the forward pairs have changed. And he gets a draw, and Troy Stetcher rounds that out. Backlund can't win the draw as this gets spun around now for Alex Petrangelo. And this is picked up by Ivan Barbashev. He was the pickup from the St. Louis Blues. As this is played back to defense. And now Weger puts on the skates. He gets in the offensive zone off the drop pass here for Coleman. Tries to play this off forehand, but he gets stick-lefted and got them knocked away by Amadio. But this will stay with the Flames. Looking for a deflection off the right pad of Quick. And now Rasmus will spin this around the end boards now as the Flames will try to get to it with Michael Backlund. And they'll send it back out across the Vegas logo at center ice. Flames... Are on the road right now. T-Mobile, they have the red pants with the white shirts and the orange and red piping. As this gets sent all the way down, Jacob Markstrom will play it. This is more of a casual pass, but Vegas in on the forecheck right now with Amadio in toward the left side boards. Adam Ruzichka trying to help brush this away and get it to Nikita Zadorov. And now Zadorov out there with Rasmus Anderson as this is picked up here for Dylan Dubé, but it's one on three off the check and just taken out of the zone there by Vegas as this is cleared into the neutral zone. They'll go and take a change since they're right near the player's bench. 18-10 left to go in this scoreless first. We're just underway at T-Mobile Arena. No shots just yet. It's Calgary has their time in their own end right now, and they'll peel this one back here for Troy Stetcher. And Troy Stetcher with Nikita Zadorov in the third line now as one of the flames almost goes down onto the half trip on part of the ice. And now Lewis will get this toward the right side wall as this gets taken away. But one back off the stick lift away from Barbashev. That was good work there by Nazem Kadri. As this is picked up now near the left wall. Now Nazem Kadri going to try to give chase on the one on three. Get in toward the right side as it was good support by Calgary. But even better job by Vegas to get out of their own end. Paul Cotter. Tries to get this around Chris Tanev, and now picked up around the skate blades. Now on the right wing side. Vegas is patient off the drop pass, and this is saved by Markstrom in the bed basket. 17-23 left to go in the first. The first shot of the game, that was Alex Petrangelo from the point, and this is held. So an offensive zone draw upcoming here for the Calgary Flames. So we'll keep in mind of these scores and everything else as we get in the first intermission, but now the Blackhawks have taken a 2-0 lead on the Preds. And the Bruins are up 2-0 on the Jets. So both of those results hold. And Calgary wins. They can get within three points of this wildcard spot. And that would be absolutely big. So the defensive zone draw is won by Calgary. And they'll put this toward the right wing side. And Petrangelo will go back. Former St. Louis Blues captain. Spin this all the way around. As this is picked up near the right dot. Calgary on the press here. A little bit early is Majapani trying to get this away from Riley Smith, and he wins that stick check battle. So what you notice within the first three minutes here for Calgary is 
playing some pretty good defense into the neutral zone, the defensive side. They're trying to get to these pucks. You think you have a sense of desperation here. Oh, that could have been a 2-on-0 for Vegas, but the pass was just a little bit away. Carlson threw a little too hard. This will fall back to Markstrom, and he will hold. Could have been a 2-on-0 opportunity with Smith and Carlson there, but just a little bit too hard across the right wall. As you get to take a look at Bruce Cassidy, former Boston Bruins head coach. Now you have Jim Montgomery over there, but Vegas 13-2-2 since the All-Star break, which is the best in the NHL. So the Fortress, Golden Knights, everything else, they're getting that in order right now. They still have the most amount of points in the Western Conference as Chandler Stevenson wins another draw. He's about 57% of the season. is the very best in the NHL when it comes to draws, and that's always a luxury you want to have, especially come playoff time where Vegas wants to get back. They missed for the first time in five seasons last year. Picked up now off the backhand, and now Howden will keep this off the backhand as McNabb will try to fire it, and this one just goes over the net, but this is still dangerous, and then off the side of the net of Markstrom, off the right side of the post, as Coleman will try to get a piece of it, but it's turned over, and Vegas still has his muster-colored jerseys are doing work right now. There's Noah Hannafin, Backlund, Backlund put a dangerous backhand out there, but Vegas must have been in the midst of a change, they just didn't want to pressure that puck. As this will go back there, Howden will send it back to the decor. And now McNabb will get it. As this is picked up here for Jack Eichel. And Eichel will send this around the kick plate now. As Nikita Zadorov absolutely clothesline Barbashev. And Calgary Flames going to try to go the other way. But Dylan Dubay gets hit up in the grill. As this is spun around now for Petrangelo. Vegas trying to get this out of their own. And some more body contact near the left side boards. As this stays in the Vegas defensive end now. 15-30. As this gets gloved down, and I think this is played with a high stick, so this will be blown dead. So Vegas has a 2-0 lead on the shot board, 15-20 in the first. Nothing yet left to go on this scoreboard just yet as we're in T-Mobile Arena in Sin City. So we're getting some looks on the TELUS Sportsnet feed. On the side of it, you had Cotter there, you had Tanev there, and now we get a little bit of uh, NHL. Uh, CBC color style as they bring the feed back, but they were showing some of the backhand feeds of Markstrom having to make some saves in tight. Vegas scored first in their first seven of the last eight games. So they've really been 13-2-2 since the All-Star break, and they scored first in seven out of eight. So they've always started on time, and that's what Daryl Sutter's squad wants to do. Lucic, send this back to the D now with Stetcher. Now Kadri will go ahead and get to this and poke it. And now this will be a race to the puck across the blue line as this will get picked up by the Golden Knights in their own end. And they'll get a look to settle this back down. Now Teddy Bluger, he was picked up from the trade deadline from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Again, you have Jonathan Quick there from the LA Kings and the former Columbus Blue Jacket, although he never technically suited up for them. He got traded for a six-round pick. As this is picked up now, Phil Kessel lost it. Chris Tanev, pair of eights. Go ahead and pick this one up, and now Noah Hannafin gets the entry toward the right wing side. It's a one on three, and this is picked up now by the Flames. They got this in their own, and as everyone else gets situated, but Vegas is very busy and behind the net. They've tried to fire a short side shot above the right post of Quick, try to get sticked out of the air by Tanev, and Tanev will go back in his own end to go ahead and play this. He'll get situated, he'll take a change. And Calgary is going to get full reinforcements there. Four different players on the ice going to stay out there with Hannafin, who still has the puck now. As this is picked up into the neutral zone, Backlund's pass goes off a Golden Knight leg. And now it's a race for the puck and a great back check by Blake Coleman. He could have an opportunity there for Vegas on the other, enough of another two-on-one. But 
After that, Calgary does ice it. 13.53 left to go in the first. It's still two shots to nothing in favor of VGK. And they got an offensive zone draw coming. So the one thing I did say that is holding true right now within this first about seven minutes of this contest is the Flames have been all over this puck on defense. They're trying to do everything they can to stop the Golden Knights from getting anything done. They just haven't gotten anything done on the offensive end themselves. And boy, hasn't that been the story of the season as Jonathan Huberdeau takes a no-look backhand pass in his own end and then the pass into the neutral zone is a little bit too far off the backhand for Coleman as it gets sent now for Michael Backlund to the left side wall. Picked up now in the middle of the circles as it's two on three and Calgary is just going to dump this in and try to get puck possession near the right side of the red line. Jonathan Huberdeau, as this is loose out front a couple times, quick was down and this was near his right pad as it got brushed aside. Coleman's going to send this back to the D and they'll fire it. It just bounces off of William Carlson's stick and now Calgary has this on their own end toward the right side boards as Jonathan Huberdeau tried to go one on three. And this is picked up by Mackenzie Weger. Weger gets it to Coleman off the backhand and settle it back down with Weger. So it's Weger and Rasmus Anderson on the ice right now on the defensive pair for Theral Sutter squad as this gets picked up now near the left side red line. And now here comes Vegas on a three on two toward the right wing side looking for a cross pass entry. That got knocked away from Daradayev, Pavel Daradayev. And now on the other side, this is Adam Ruzichka as he chopped at it. And they're going to blow this down as it was played with the stick again. So 12-40 left to go in this first period. Two shots to one. We are scoreless here at T-Mobile. Come right back. So 0-7-1 with a minus 23 goal differential all time for Calgary inside Vegas. It's going to be a neutral zone draw upcoming here as Milan Lucic waiting toward the right wing side. Nazem Kadri will get set to take it. But this will be won by Jack Eichel. As this is pinball back into the neutral zone right now. Calgary this season, they've taken games out of three out of four, three out of four points against Vegas. So they got another meeting after this, about another week or so, because you know it's Vegas, Dallas, and the LA Kings upcoming for the Calgary Flames. They have a soft serve schedule toward the end of it, but these last three games in particular that we're highlighting, these are big ones that they've got to be able to get points. They've got to be able to get points for the rest of the season, no doubt, but these will be the hardest ones that they'll have left. And then they'll have another meeting with Vegas next week. As this is picked up off the backhand by Vegas, this is Jack Eichel, the former Buffalo Sabre. And they'll send this back here for Alec Martinez alongside Shea Theodore. And this will touch the stick of Jacob Markstrom Tanev trying to make a quick backhand. He thought one of the Flames teammates would be there. As this gets spun around the embankment now, Tanev got to be the first to get to here for Calgary. Trying to go left to right are the Flames in this first period off the two-on-two. Two. like to take a long wrist shot. And this just bounce off the kick plate. Now in behind the net, Majapani trying to center it through, but there's nobody but gold-colored jerseys here as this is picked up by Tanev in his own end one more time. He'll make this drop pass here for Noah Hannafin, and now Noah Hannafin from Lindholm, and now Tyler Toffoli from Lindholm will fire it right on. This goes off the body of Jonathan Quick as this is picked up here by the Golden Knights, and Michael Lamadio will send it back to the defensive side with Alec Martinez and Alex Petrangelo. Petrangelo will have it now. 
This will spin around the net with Braden McNabb. And this will pick it up now off the stick. And this is offside. It's trying to get brushed by Rosichka, but one of the flames was offsides. And we'll do it again with 11 minutes left to go in the first frame. Just three shots to two in favor of VGK at T-Mobile. I got the TELUS Sportsnet feed for today, watching this one on ESPN+. Tomorrow will be a game-time decision, one of them will be covering a game. It will be an NCAA tournament game, it will be an off day. But Saturday I will definitely be back. That will either be the Flames and the Stars, or we'll figure it out for any NCAA tournament games if we can't get a hold of Cooper on that side. But I figure I had to do this one because this is a huge game against Vegas right now. As this is picked up here by William Carlson. And now toward the left side, red line. This will be Rasmus Anderson. Try to pick it up now off the forehand, and Rasmus Anderson has some trouble in his own end. Stick lift, puck battle, Coleman gets knocked down as you get an extreme close-up in between two Golden Knights that took out Coleman. And off the backhand, this is a no-look, as this is a spin by Michael Backlund here from Huberto. And now Huberto will try to get this off his backhand. He tried to pace this one right to Coleman, but that really wasn't a great pass. It was not open, and this will allow Vegas to send this one back down here to Jacob Markstrom. As we're almost at the halfway marker, it's going to be scoreless right now at this point. If it holds, one of the Flames has to go back, but that'll be all right because Nikita Zadorov will end up picking it up anyway. So Nikita Zadorov now for Adam Rzichka. As Troy Stetcher, he's the one actually on the forecheck side, so one of the forwards will have to peel back. That's Rzichka as he tried to fire it near the left side dot into the traffic, looking for a tip in front. That was Richie, Nick Richie, and this is picked up now by Vegas. Again, the brothers were traded for each other about a couple weeks ago. Stetcher will fire this around the embankment. This touches the stick of Jonathan Quick. Nazem Kadri was the lone four checker, but it's one on three back in the defensive end. And we've got the 9.35 marker. We're scoreless between the Flames and the Golden Knights. It's been a quick-moving game. And you're not going to get a chorus of boos right now at Team Old Lorena when the defenseman's playing back in their own end like you would on the road as they were trying to be judicious off that breakout. They pick it up across the center ice emblem. And it took three players to dispossess Jack Eichel from the puck as the Flames got to get this knocked away from the Zebra. Got an actual skate blade on it. And now the Flames will flip this back down. They've gained the red line, so it's not ice. Now Petrangelo will send it back to the former Los Angeles King, Alec Martinez, who Daryl Sutter knows well. He won a couple of cups there. This is picked up by Rasmus Anderson alongside Mackenzie Wigger. And now to Andrew Majapani as he'll flip this toward the right wing side. And now Petrangelo picked this off the back pass. Alec Martinez, I thought he would go for it, but it's William Carlson now in his own. And he'll get this after it bounces off the flame. And they'll gain the red line, does Vegas. And they'll flip it in and take their change. So very auspicious start as Rasmus Anderson almost ran into the net. And now Elias Lindholm, here's a good-looking stretch pass, trying to make something off the backhand. Good-looking play. But this was Tyler Toffoli trying to keep this alive as this stays with the Flames. Having to spin around as Mackenzie Weger. Now Toffoli trying to be the first to get to it off a couple of stick battles. Alec Martinez nicely able to get this ahead. It's a three-on-three three toward the right-wing side of the wall. Open in the middle of the slot is McNabb. Big save! And, oh, did it go off the crossbar off the top of the net? I thought McNabb had scored. He had his hands in the air. He was celebrating. But the play is still alive. I think he kissed the top of the crossbar. So the Flames dodge a huge bullet as there was a man open in the middle of the slot. My goodness. Now to the right side of the cage. Coleman will pick this up. We have no goal right now as this is in between the middle of the circles. Tanev fires to the traffic. And now 
Here are the Flames. It's a spin shot, and right in the catching glove of Jonathan Quick. We'll have to take another look at that replay when it comes across. One of the Vegas Gold Knights had their hands in the air. It was McNabb. Oh, he ripped it off the top of the crossbar, and it stayed out toward the left wing, and we go to commercial break. My goodness. So I know they said this on the Sportsnet feed between Kelly Hurdy and Rick Ball. It's a look of the Irish. Might have kept that one out. He got the help from his best friend on the top of that crossbar. So this will try to be a defensive zone draw. There's a stick that was broken in half. The handle of the stick, at least. It might be at least for Vegas. One of them is without a stick. The faceoff win is for the Flames. And this goes off the right side wall. And the Knight without a stick is just trying to kick this. And toward the center circles, it's deflected in off of a skate blade of Brett Ritchie, or Nick Ritchie, excuse me, as this is picked up now by the Golden Knights. And they'll get this in the offensive end toward the left wing side as Tanev takes a spill. Adam Ruzichka trying to keep this alive, trying to get puck possession in the Vegas offensive end. This is still alongside the right side wall. This will be sent back D to D. And this is fired by Zach Whitecloud. And I think it brushed one of the flames. Stop momentum of the puck. Either way, it's going to be Jacob Markstrom that holds on to it. So it's going to be a defensive zone draw upcoming here for Calgary. We're still scoreless right now. What's going on? How are you doing, my friend? I appreciate you guys on the YouTube side. Riding solo right now. We're usually alongside Cooper Hopkins taking in Flames games. But I know he's been really busy with work. It's been about a week and a half since we've been able to work together because I had a busy week last week trying to get all the other appointments and everything else in. I wasn't able to stream a lot. So glad that we could join and bring this in. I'll make sure that I get some college basketball games in as far as the tournament as well. But I had to get this one in tonight. 6.40 left to go in the first. We are scoreless. Five shots to four as this is picked up by VGK. Now Amadio tries to get this toward the right wing side as Howden will send this out in front, but it's intercepted by Mackenzie Weger as the Flames will gain the red line side and in toward the clear, toward the right side of the red line. It's VGK now as this gets picked off here by Blake Coleman. Now it's a battle near the left side wall with Alex Petrangelo. This stays with the Flames. Sent him back down trying to get a shot out in front as Michael Backlund was providing the screen, but it never got close enough to even Jonathan Quick. <clears throat> so 6.05 left to go in this first. Calgary gains the entry in the offensive end trying to pick this up as it's loose in front of the circles, but this goes to the Golden Knights and Braden McNabb and Petrangelo can settle it down as they get in the offensive end now. They're open in the high slot. They try to play a pass to Jack Eichel, but he's going to pick it up now. With Jonathan Marcisot, Eichel will spin. Still stays with it. A stature tries to stick lift, and nobody can possess Jack off the puck now. But it's three on three. Nazem Kadri going to have to try to chip and chase this into himself, get around Petrangelo and McNabb. As this is Tanev, he brushed in, and he got smoked by Barbashev the other way. It's been a pretty physical game. It's five shots to four. Vegas is at edge, but we don't have a score just yet in this game. Picked up now near the right side wall, though Braden McNabb did brush the top of the crossbar with his second opportunity on a shot. As the Flames and Golden Knights will take a change as it's Tanev. We'll drop it to the defensive partner, Noah Hannafin. Hannafin finds to Foley on the left wing side. He'll just fire it right onto the stomach of Jonathan Quick, and he will hold. As we have five shots to five, and we are scoreless. We're taking another commercial break with five minutes left. So, 
After a face-off win, it was Rasmus Anderson. He sent it right across to Mackenzie Weger, fires it right on, and it beats Jonathan Quick. And that's the first goal of the game at 4.54 in the first. Mackenzie Weger gives the Flames a 1-0 lead. So Elias Linnell wins the draw. It's Rasmus Anderson, patient for Weger. Let's it go. No screen out in front, no traffic. It's just Weger that puts it in, kind of pinballs it off of the give back, and the Flames take the lead. And that was really big because on the other end, when you talk about McNabb, he had an opportunity for Vegas to get the first goal of the game, and his second opportunity brushed the top of the crossbar. So Weger with the second from Anderson and Toffoli as the Flames are out in front first. The first goal since December 31st of the calendar turn for Mackenzie Weger. And now the Flames have us on the right wing side trying to work in the middle of the slot as Elias Lindholm will pick it up now near the right side of the dot. This is an opportunity for, for Arveyev to send this one down and Calgary is 23-9-6 when scoring first. But they've got to be able to get a win in Vegas. They are 0-7-1 at T-Mobile Arena right now. And that's where they are. The next game is going to be in Calgary. That will be the last of the four-game season series in the Pacific. As this will be Nick Ritchie and Stetcher. We'll go ahead and pick this one up now as he gets the feed. And this is passed back from Backlund. And they try to look for another long deflection shot. Now Dylan Dubé off of a short angle. That rattled off the outside of the cage. And this is picked up now across the red line now. Off the spin move, Ruzichka gets denied. As they are going across all the score lines now in Sportsnet. I will make sure that we get to those in the first intermission. Dylan Dubeg has this now on the right wing side as he gets a couple of spins. He's just trying to get around Michael Amadio. But Dubeg, excellent job, stays with the puck. He works his way to the left side dot now. Picked up by Ruzichka, fired short side, but it blocked and got hit by one of the Golden Knights. 3.20, let's go to the first hit, some huge body contact off the reverse hit as players take the change. If you run into Nikita Zadorov, you're going to pay the price. 3.10 left to go in the first as this gets sent back down. Here's Backlund now. He got around Nicholas Haig, and this is picked up by Jonathan Quick off the rebound opportunity with 3.03 left to go in the first frame. The Flames have taken the lead. It's Mackenzie Weger with his second of the season from December 31st. That's the last time he scored since the calendar turn of 2022. And Cotter and Zadorov, they collided in full front. It's more of a reverse hit. It's really hard to knock Nikita Zadorov off his body. 20 hits and 4 blocks in the last 10 games for big Nikita Zadorov, former Avalanche man. As this is picked up now near the left side of the red line. With the face-off win by the Flames. 2.50 left to go as Coleman being held off. And now Huberto will spin. He'll pick this one up and try to send this off of one of the Golden Knights. I'm not exactly sure where Jonathan Uberdo was trying to pass. Maybe in the middle of the slot, but there was no flame there. It was just kind of a hopeful pass. As this will go back here for Hannafin. And now this gets picked up by Chandler Stevenson, but he lost it off his skate blade. And he was in the open in the middle of the slot. As it's four on three. Picked up by Vegas in their own end now. <clears throat> 2.20 left to go in this first. Drawn here with you. We're going to tell us Sportsnet feed right now. Six shots to five. As Calgary flips this in, the left side of the red line, Mackenzie Weger, he was the latest goal scorer. He's the only goal scorer right now. As Rasmus Anderson will try to make this pass there with Kadri. It's turned over, and some good body contact by Weger again. 
Brush that aside, but this is in between the legs of one of the flames. Picked up near the right side. Dot for Vegas. Tried to center it off of Markstrom, but he makes the save. He tried to hit it right off the backside to the Golden Knights. But Markstrom saw it out in front, held it, saved it. So it's going to be an offensive zone draw upcoming here for VGK. Six shots to five. And Mackenzie Wigger with the only goal of the game so far. Lazarb says boo on that side. It's, uh, <clears throat> I think it's going to be pretty close, Lazarb, as far as what happens. We know who the most desperate team is going to be, but I will not count out Vegas as far as the way that they played, even with all the injuries. We've seen what happened in this last meeting between these two. It was Calgary with a two-goal lead. They were up 3-1 in the third, and they lost in OT. So this game is not going to be over by a long stretch, the imagination. As this is picked up from Marcisol, he tries to bounce it off the flames and picked up now by Calgary. It's Hannafin. Well, Lindholm, Lindholm patient near the left circle, fired it to the screen, quick made the first save, as Majapani got knocked down, I think he got hit by the puck, Golden Knights trying to get this out of their own end, Tyler Toffoli, this goes in between his legs, and this is kept in nicely by the Flames, fire it right on, blocker saved by quick, Majapani sees it go over his head, and now Adam Ruzichka, spin, near the right side of the red line, drops it here for Troy Stetcher with Elias Lindholm, Bounces it off the skate blades of Majapani. And now we've had a minute left to go here in the first as Alex Petrangelo will pick it up in his own end. But Calgary, first to get to it, as Adam Ruzichka eludes a hit, sidesteps it, gets it toward the right side of the red line, and this gets flipped back down. This will not be iced as Rasmus Anderson will pick it up in his own end. It's eight shots to six in favor of the Flames. They got the first goal as Anderson tries to get the entry, but this goes right back to Alex Petrangelo. He spun around a little bit too cautious there, almost turned it right over. As this is picked up, as there was a crunch by Coleman, right side boards, here's Carlson. He tried to feather a pass to Amadio. Carlson going to go ahead and get this one back, and the play is blown dead. Are we going to get a whistle, or what are we going to get here? 25 seconds left to go on the first. I think this will be Nick Ritchie. He's going to get the penalty, so it's going to put Vegas on the power play with just under 26 seconds left to go in the first. If they don't score, they're going to get carryover power play time. And if you're the Flames, that's the last thing that you want to do is give carryover power play time and give life to Vegas right now because this game's been pretty close. But still, you had the lead in the last game that you played. You've split the season series so far, but you've not won a game in T-Mobile. 0-7-1 is Calgary. So Marceau waiting on the right wing side, but this is a defensive zone draw win as Tanev and Hannafin will send this one back down, so this will kill some time. <clears throat> this gets picked up by Quick, and Quick is going to leave it now. Here for the Vegas power play. This will be an opportunity for Nicholas Haig. As this will get picked up now in the middle of the circles. Here's a back pass! Hit the bar again! Vegas hit the bar for a second time! And this gets cleared down the ice. It's still one nothing Calgary. They turned it right over near the right side of the face-off dot. And skating right in was Vegas off the touch pass, off the backhand. And Marceau fires it just wide off of a give-and-go. That could have easily been a 2-1 lead for Vegas after one. But as it stands, it's one nothing Calgary. And when we come back, Vegas is still on the power play, and we will call the second period. See you then. So I know this was just said by Kelly Hurdy on the other side, but if 
the Flames are going to make the playoffs. They're saying 96 points might be the marker. They'd have to go 10-2-2 the rest of the way to do so. So that could uh, be tough sledding, but they have an opportunity to make up a couple of points tonight as both teams in front of them lost. Since the Preds and the Jets went down, they have an opportunity to get within three points of WC2 as Backlund shorthanded. He's going to shoot this in the left circle, and this is stopped by the left pad of Jonathan Quick. So still a minute five left of carryover par play time here for VGK. This will attempt to go left to right, and this will be picked up here by Markstrom as it's sent back around by Rasmus Anderson, but it's kept in by Marceau. And now Vegas has this as Eichel will spin near the left side wall. Patient off the backhand, plays a no-look for Theodore. As this gets sent back down for Marceau, now it's Theodore! And that was an open glove save, but still a good-looking shot by Theodore. Markstrom makes the save as he lifted it toward that right post. If Markstrom didn't save that, that was going in the back of the net, no doubt. So they just showed it on the other end. Jack Eichel trying to make a dipsy doodle around one of the flames. He turns it over and Backlund gets a short side shot. Tried to shoot a five hole on Jonathan Quick. Makes the save on that end. Markstrom makes the save on the other end by a good looking shot from Shea Theodore. <clears throat> so one for six on the power play this season against uh, the Flames. They have 45 seconds left to go in this power play here. They would have the first of the game. That's what they got right now. As it's 30 seconds carryover time still. It's picked up in the high slot. Saved by Markstrom. And the second opportunity goes wide. Across the blue paint. Davidayev just missed it. As this is picked up now by Amadio. He tried to center it out in front of the circles, and now in the high slot near the left circle now is Vegas. They'll fire it short side, but it just bounces off the kick plate and gets sent all the way down as a clear. So that's a break for the Flames as Alex Petrangelo will play this now here for Riley Smith. Smith gets in across the night logo as this is picked up off the backhand, and now it's an opportunity for Amadio. Now for Smith, Rasmus Anderson trying to bother him. As a couple of the Knights and Flames go down, it's loose in front of the blue paint, but this is picked up by the Flames. Nazim Kadri with a back pass. This is a chance for Ritchie, who just came out of the box. It was Nick Ritchie, and now it's Nazim Kadri off the back end. He sends this back to Diaz. They'll fire it on. Zadora puts it on there. The screen in front being applied by Ritchie, but it was saved by the right pad of Jonathan Quick. This is still kept in, though. Zadorov trying to keep it alive off the back end. And it will fall back to him in the neutral zone as Jonathan Huberdeau gains the entry on the left wing. Here's the cross pass, and that was nicely stick-lifted by the Golden Knights. It's three-on-three, three, and now it's a one-on-one -on -one race as far as the puck pickup. Mackenzie Weger now trying to get this away from William Carlson. He does so as Nikita Zadorov will just ring this all the way down. This bounces off of one of the Golden Knights and goes to the left side of the red line as Whiteclaw will spin it around the defensive partner of Haig. And this will go back down the other way for Chris Tanev. Tanev trying to, he's being bothered by Stevenson. He almost lost an edge. And this will go back to center now for the Vegas Golden Knights. White Claude picks it up here for Haig. Now Amadio drops it across as Chandler Stevenson picks it up the left side wall. Haig plays it here for Amadio. And now White Cloud, he fires. This is in the stick shaft of Markstrom. Where is it? Now it's near the left side of the red line. Picked up now near the left off for Michael Amadio. And this is stick-checked right to the Golden Knights, and this will fall back to White Cloud. They'll take this D to D as it's picked up in the high slot. White Cloud near the right side blue line. Spin it around for Chandler Stevenson. He tried to center it right off for Amadio. And Tanev gets the interception. Tanev now 
patient. And toward the right wing side as this is trying to be picked up by Dylan Dubé. Gets it off the cancel. Dubé gives it now for Tanev in behind the net. As this works now for Lindholm. He centers it out here for Madrapani. And this is trying to get picked up by the Flames. Good back pass to Foley. Walks in. He hit the post and it go in. To Foley celebrating. I think he scored. This went off the left post and in. To Foley gets it off a back pass from the Flames. He's able to walk right in from a Lindholm setup. And it's 2-0 Calgary. I almost was hesitant to see whether or not he scored. Elias Lindholm had it in behind the net. And then off a back pass, Toffoli has to beat three Golden Knights. Again, he's got a couple of skate blade separations. But he holds and drags from backhand to forehand. Finishes it off in tight. And Teapot gives the Flames a 2-0 lead. And this is monumental, but again, just about last week and a half ago, they had a two-goal lead heading in the third period of Vegas, and they couldn't hold it. They ended up having to get the loser point in overtime when they had a 3-1 lead. They lost 4-3. They're up 2-1 right now in this game with 16 minutes left to go. Here's a chance for Backlund as he'll fire it. He was trying to get a, a look there for Huberto. And now we got a fight for Stetcher and Paul Cotter. As Cotter tries to get a couple overhands, he's getting blistered off a couple off the side of his mask. And now they're just throwing jabs. Cotter trying to turn back over. He's got a big uppercut on the other end. Guys can't really can't get their hands loose, so just grab more jerseys. Overhand for Stetcher, but it's still the helmet between these two. They're punching nothing more than that. Cotter does get the takedown, so he's going to win the fight. But the buckets were still on, so when the... Lefts and right hands are punching the buckets. They're going to have some bruises on their knuckles there. But you get five for fighting there for Stetcher and for Cotter as Tyler Toffoli has just scored again for the Flames. It's a 2-0 lead for Calgary. So this is big time right now. And again, as we said, with the Jets' loss and the Preds' loss, the Flames can get within three points. As Stetcher and Cotter, they were pushing each other and saying, hey, you want to go? And then immediately the sticks and gloves came right off. And there was no hesitation in the players' bench. Stetcher got a couple of uppercut bombs down there of Cotter. And then Cotter got a couple of overhand laps as both of them are shaking their head and saying, good fight. That was a pretty good scrap. And if you're just getting that news from the uh, uh, QMJHL, the Quebec Major Junior League on that side, they're going to ban fighting. But again, that's more sore for 15, 16-year-olds. I don't think that's going to work their way into the NHL. Some people are really good with it. Some people are not. I think I'd be okay with it considering it's 15, 16-year-olds, but you want to be able to police yourself at one point, especially when you get into the big leagues. you got to be careful, and you got to be able to protect yourself at all times. That's what I'll say, because there are some leagues overseas, especially in the, Swe in the Swedish leagues, where fighting is completely banned. So you got to keep that in mind. So there was a jersey rip on the other side of one of the Golden Knights. Didn't get a chance to see who that was. So they're back into the players' bench for repairs. And Uyghur's shot goes wide as we're back underneath play now. And the Flames get this back D to D. They'll fire. This goes off the blocker of Quick. He makes two saves. And now Backlund will pick this up near the left side of the red line. Tyler Toffoli got his 27th of the year as this is a race for the puck. Uyghur will play this here from Markstrom. And he'll get this as he makes the pass. He eludes a Howden hit. But Vegas in off this forecheck right now. But Calgary fortunate that Coleman able to get it. But the play was blown dead. I think this was played with a high stick. 
15-22 left to go in the second. It's a 2-0 lead for Calgary. They are in the road whites with the red pants on that side. They have the red and gold piping. And Vegas is in the gold with the black pants tonight. Right to left in the second period for Calgary. Left to right for the Vegas Gold Knights if you're following alongside. That's like a radio broadcast side of just to let everybody know where the puck is. It's an offensive zone draw win here for Vegas as they'll pick it up near the right side dot. Now a couple of extra moves. This is picked up here by Phil Kessel and then turned over. It's a four on two and this is rattled around the inboards now. What's going on, Bindu? How are you doing? It's 2 nothing lead for Calgary. And people popping out of the Twitter Spaces side as this is sent back around for Dylan Dubé. And now Lucic, as he'll take a look at it. Lewis trying to hold it, but this will go back to Noah Hannafin. Hannafin will get this one to Nazem Kadri, and this is picked up here for Lewis. He'll fire it off the short side, and this goes off the right pad of Jonathan Quick, but it's not out. This is picked up in the high slot by the Flames. They'll fire it right on again with the Kadri screen, but Quick able to make the left-hand glove save. 14-40 left to go in the second. It's 12 shots to 9 in favor of Calgary. They've just taken a 2 nothing lead. Ivan Barbashev got stick-lifted there by Trevor Lewis, and then his clear attempt, it actually went off of Barbashev's backside. So he got the stick lift and the puck bounced off his backside. So that happens on that trip, but hopefully Barbashev's okay. He's been a really good player for the St. Louis Blues. He's been a really good pickup for the Vegas Golden Knights since coming from the trade line for Bill Foley. I believe he's still the active uh, owner and president with uh, Brad what, McCrimmon on the other side for the Vegas Golden Knights. Is This is Lindholm. And off the draw, but this will go back to Vegas. Vegas trying to clear this out of their own as Madrapani delivers a hit. <clears throat> Near the left side of the red line now. 14-25. Left to go in the second. We're watching the TELUS Sportsnet feed on ESPN Plus. Drawn here with it covering the Calgary Flames and the Vegas Golden Knights. Riding solo here tonight. It's a 2-0 lead for the Flames. Madrapani trying to make a play with his left knee. He was knocked down partially off a couple of stick battles. And now the Golden Knights will play this one, but... Are we going to get a tripping call against the Flames? Tarlo Toffoli saying, what the hell? But uh, I think he's going to be going to the box. That was an easy lip reading on that side. I think he was able to get a stick out there right in front of the middle of the neutral zone. So this is the second power play for VGK right now. And that was pretty blatant. That was right on Jonathan Marciso as he got his uh, stick right out there after the puck was already gone. So... Teapot did score the latest goal, but now he's going to the box, and they got to make sure that uh, that simmers because they give up a goal here to Vegas. They get right back in this game right now. They're 0 for 1 with three shots in the power play. They have their first two of the game. As this is one near the left side dot, now playing the high slot off the crisscross pass, and here's Backlund. He flips it down the zone. So Jonathan Quick, take a look at it. I thought he might actually play it. This might allow Elias Lindholm to be able to kill some time. Backlund's going to get back on his horse as this is picked up now by Vegas. They'll gain the entry. It's Jack Eichel. He's weaving his way through the bowling pins. And he went from end to end. But this fell right to Markstrom. As you get a chance to look at him, he just kind of shakes his head as he lost the stick handle at the last moment. 13 shots to 10 now. 2 nothing lead still for Calgary. So Jack Eichel was near the left side faceoff dot. Worked his way into the neutral zone. Now he's patient. Getting a toe drag in front of Hannafin. And then he was trying to race past Hannafin past Tanev, but Markstrom will get a piece of it near the left side of the crease. So now Trevor Lewis instead to take the draw here for Calgary. And this is a puck battle that is grabbed off the tie-up, and now it's Petrangelo. 
Here's a chance for Riley Smith into the right side. Drops it here for Petrangelo. And now Phil Castle. He'll wire one, but Weger gets a block. As this is picked up now, Weger holds off Kessel. And now Vegas trying to pick this up near the left side dot. And Calgary will flip this off the inboards. Put this back down the ice with a buck five left to go on their power play. It's the second of the game right now. Vegas needs this next goal. They're down 2 nothing. as this is picked up. And cleared down again by Calgary. So they've done a great job <clears throat> within this first couple of periods. And we said that about a week and a half ago when these teams played. And it was a 3-1 lead for Calgary, but they lost 4-3 in overtime. And that was a gut punch as Eichel ends up gaining the entry now with the help of Kessel. And the penalty kill, 17 out of 18 in the last seven games for Calgary. They're usually a pretty good penalty kill team. They were struggling of late, but now they've really started to pick it up. And now they just need to continue to bank points. This is an outstretch pass. This could be a two-on-one. Dumeon lifted over the net. Jonathan Quick doing the splits. That must hurt at a 37-year-old age, but I think he might have got a piece of that. And that was Dubé. Couldn't be the beneficiary. That could have been an easy 3 nothing for the Calgary Flames. Still 10 seconds left to go on the Vegas power play. They almost conceded one. As Jonathan Marceseau gets this knocked away from him. And now a shorthanded break for Michael Beckland. And that one gets fired wide. My goodness, a couple shorthanded opportunities for the Flames. Here come the Knights. As this is brushed by the stick of Jacob Markstrom, the penalty kill is done. They are two for two are the Flames, but the Golden Knights keep this to try to get gloved out of the air. Zadorov got a big paw on it. And this is a race for the puck now as Tyler Toffoli. He should be fresh. He spent the last two minutes in the sin bin off the trip. Jonathan Marceseau watched this skate back around. He's just going to go ahead and take a change. As we've hit the 11.35 marker of the second period. John on here with you on the play-by-play -play side. Nikita Zadorov. He puts this out in front. He likes to play as a forward sometimes. I know that's what Cooper Hopkins tells me. But you got to get back on the other end now. Tanev. We'll go ahead and get to it first. And now we're going to try to go right to left in the second frame of the Calgary Flames. Here's an entry pass for Huberto near the right wing side. Trying to drop it in for Tanev. And now Dubé trying to send it out front for Kadri. And it bounced off his right leg. Will this stay with the Flames? This is near the left side. Down in the middle of the circles. Weger! Another opportunity off the side of the net. Jonathan Quick is down. And the Flames have not shot it. They're going to send this one back. So Quick's going to be able to get up. But there's traffic all over the net. And now here's a chance for Huberto. And he tried to force that one to Nazem Kadri. Probably should have fired it again. I feel like he's turned the puck over at least three times when I felt like he could have shot. But that's just a common occurrence so far this year. Is Weger. Picks it up now for Adam Ruzichka. Plays it off the stick to skate. Picks it up now. Eight shots to four. Vegas not been busy enough. They need to get more eventful here if they want to get back into this game. They're only down two. But ten shots almost through 30 minutes of play is not enough. As this is picked up now by Adam Ruzichka. And now it's a three on three toward the right wing side. The flames are open. Trevor Lewis will drive. As he gets taken down, no call on that side. I think he might have just blown a tire. And Zadorov will send this all the way back. The Flames, or the Knights, were in the midst of a change. So it's 16 shots to 10. Here comes Hannafin on the left circle. Try to drop it here for Backland. And now we've hit the halfway marker. As this is picked up here by Jack Eichel. Eichel now has got full speed ahead. He makes a toe drag near the right side dot. And that was nicely blocked by Trevor Lewis. Before whatever hit Markstrom. Now here's a stretch pass. Lewis just tries to get a stick on it. His Petrangelo will send it down here for Eichel. And now Marceseau will go ahead and try to get a piece. Eichel 
Spins it around the kick plate. Now this might actually bounce off a helmet. And now this will go to the flames as it's picked up near the right dot. Markstrom had a look at it, but the puck bounced away from him as it's flipped back down. And the flames will go ahead and take their change as Petrangelo, former St. Louis Blue, he will make the clear now. And again, they're still without Mark Stone with the lingering back issues. The hope is that you get Mark Stone back by playoff time. That is essentially a two-way beast that you could keep and add back into this lineup as the Knights have been dealing with a lot of injuries, in particular four goaltenders. That's why they have Jonathan Quick out there right now. Off the backhand, it was Dubé Lindholm. As they'll pick it back up now, and Tyler Toffoli trying to get this near the right side. Dottis Petrangelo will get this back from Alec Martinez. This bounces off the skate. Here's Eichel. I thought he could have went toward the middle of the circles, and now Teddy Bluger. He'll shoot it into the screen, and that one gets shot wide toward the left side of the red line as Markstrom didn't know where the puck was. And this is picked up into the neutral zone. A couple of whacks at it, but this stays with the Flames off the back pass, trying to find Hannafin. And instead, he'll peel back and go ahead and play some defense. Braden McNabb, get this one settled down. Here's a chance now for Howden. Howden now, trying to spin this around off the backhand side as this goes off the outside of the cage. This goes with the Golden Knights. And Markstrom thought it might have bounced out of play, but we're still alive right now. This is in behind his office. Flames need some help now. Nikita Zadorov. He's just stuck by himself trying to clear this thing. And now this will go to an open left side dot. This goes off the left pad of Markstrom off of a centering attempt. And Haig will try to spin this around. The Flames are just trying to get this out right now. This has been good sustained zone pressure here by the Golden Knights. They got this near the left side wall now. This gets picked up in between the circles. And now a little bit too far, but at least they gain center ice to the Flames. But it gets sent right back in. There's some tired bodies on the ice right now for Calgary as White Cloud puts us around the inboards. Markstrom got to get back into his crease. He's back down on the butterfly. That looked a little awkward as this shot gets sent wide. Picked up now by White Cloud near the right side dot. Now in the high circle, it's White Cloud. He'll think about a fire and scores! Zach White Cloud, he's done it again. He did it a week and a half ago. He only had two on this season at that time. This might only be his third. But he makes it a 2-1 game. And here comes Vegas. Zach Whitecloud loves playing against the Flames for whatever reason. But all that pressure that we just alluded to when Calgary was trying to get it out of their own end, you figured that might turn into disaster. And it did for the Flames as Whitecloud opened near the left side dot. He's patient. And what an absolute wire off bar down, top left crossbower and in. Did that get deflected by Amadio is the only question. But there is no question that the Vegas Golden Knights have now made this a 2-1 game. His first goal in 11 games. And again, it was White Claw that scored like a week and a half ago. So when they last played in 11 games, that's when he got it done. That was his last goal. <clears throat> so 7-10. Left to go in this second. It's a 2-1 game. And this feels, if you're a Flames fan, like your stomach's going to turn a little bit because you know what the Golden Knights are. You have the opportunity in front of you right now as both teams have lost. You don't need to worry about getting an overtime point. you got to get two points, try to get within three, as White Claude's got his third of the season. So that was the last time he scored was against the Flames when Cooper and I covered it about a week and a half ago. As this is picked up now by Vegas. They've just scored. See if they get that energy with 6.35 left to go in the second frame as Backlund picks up the glove hand. And now this will be a patient opportunity for a pass from about 50 feet. Tanev connects, but this will fall back to the Golden Knights. Jonathan Marceau 
has the entry now. And toward the middle of the circles, keeps it alive off the backhand now by some space near the left side wall. Try to put it on the left side red line. This will fall back to Jonathan. He plays it to D now. As this will be a quick wrister, this will bounce up in the air for Rasmus Anderson. And now Backlund try to play a back pass here for Coleman. Coleman will settle it down. Try to gain the entry there. Jonathan Huberdeau using that big body near the left wing side. Try to get a piece of it. Again, he just throws a pass out there. He just likes to force passes, apparently, Jonathan Huberdeau. We've seen that all year, but none of them have hit. They've all been turnovers. And here comes Vegas the other way. Miss Howden will spin this around here for Jonathan Marceau. He's still back out there. Here's a chance for Shea Theodore. And he was looking for a shot deflection. I thought it was a shot pass more than a slap shot. It bounced up the left skate of one of the Golden Knights and a hit in the net. Markstrom looked a little bit unsure. Thought he might shoot it. As this is played by Quick. And now here are the Golden Knights. An opportunity for Paul Cotter. Gains the entry. Got to get one of his teammates out of the way. He shakes his head. Said, sorry, my friend. He got knocked right in his own way for Paul Cotter. As this is picked up now off the forehand. Again, Cotter getting more of that time because Mark Stone was dealing with the back issues. As Majapani. It's one on two. He's trying to carry it to the left wing side. He'll spin back. Now he'll fire it around the end boards here for Adam Ruzicka. Ruzicka now. Near the right side wall, he gets taken down. And this is a chance for Dylan Dubé trying to win a puck battle. 4.50 left to go in this second. It's a 2-1 game now. As it's the latest goal for White Cloud. This is played with the stick. And now sent in the offensive end, but bounced back out. But the gain in the entry anyway is one of the Golden Knights and Paul Cotter. As this is Rasmus Anderson trying to get a sumo hold on one of the Vegas Golden Knights. This is turned over! Off the backhand and lifted high! Oh my goodness, Vegas should have made it 2-2. Lifted it above the crossbar again. They've hit the crossbar for the third time. And for all the times the Flames fans say they haven't gotten any luck this year, they might have gotten all of it in one game as that was a brutal turnover in the middle of the slot. And now this stays off of a save from Jacob Markstrom. Centered out in front and scores! Riley Smith! Wide open! It's a 2-2 game! So they just hit the post, and then it keeps in the offensive end, and Riley Smith, wide open, finishes it off the pass. This probably should now be a lead for the Golden Knights, or maybe even a 4-4 game, but nonetheless, Vegas has tied it. Riley Smith, dose-to-dose, -dose, and backhand opportunity just lifted high for the left post to Riley Smith, would you know it? Great play on the other end. Marceso sets up Smith. He's all alone, unchecked near the left dot. Off a of one tee off of a beautiful stick dragon pass from Marceso. And Riley Smith makes no mistake. VGK ties it a dose. Fourth goal in the last nine games. And it was a 2 nothing lead for Calgary. Now all of a sudden, it is a 2-2 game. And that happens just like that. You cannot turn the puck over in your own end. There's been a couple of those and a couple of failed clears as we get a stoppage here with 3.43. It's a tie game. Come right back. We're all square with two. So on the previous goal, what they showed on the Sportsnet side, Jacob Markstrom's pretty PO'd about the goal for Riley Smith off the cross pass and that it should have been icing. And then the cameras came back and showed that it should have been icing. And Jacob Markstrom's a little upset. But I think I would go back to that again if you want to play devil's advocate. 
you got to be able to clear the puck out when you get the opportunities. You cannot have that elongated press. And that's what Vegas had. You had some tired bodies on the ice for Calgary, and they conceded another one. So the 2 nothing lead now has become a 2-2 tie. So all of intents and purposes, this game is broken back wide open. Now played in off for Chandler Stevenson as he had the full speed, and now Howden try to keep this away from Hannafin. Jonathan Huberto picks up the pass. He just not does not look sharp tonight as Hannafin has it now near the right wing wall. He'll make a pass now here for quick, but there's still another 20 minutes for Huberto to recollect anything, but I just don't feel he's been confident tonight. I know there's been things about the season. I have to keep harping on it as far as the play-by-play, but none of these passes, I don't think I've actually hit anybody until that one. It's like one out of six as this is picked up now. Here for Rasmus Anderson. Anderson keeping this alive. He works in behind the net near the left side of the red line now as Anderson plays this back to D. It's Hannafin. You know, the right wing side, short side, scores! The Flames, they get it right back. 3-2 to two now. And Blake Coleman gives the Flames the lead, so they conceded two straight. They've taken the lead. That's the push that Calgary needed. 2-43 left to go in the second. This has been a game that makes you feel like you're turning your stomach all the way around again for Vegas. I don't think they have to worry about that so much. They have the most points in the West. You still want to be able to assert dominance against desperate teams. But that was a Lindholm shot that got tipped by Coleman and put into the net. So Blake Coleman going to get the goal. And the Flames take a 3-2 lead. 2-35 left to go in the second. This has been a wild contest. We've had four goals in this second period. It was one nothing Calgary after one. It's 3-2 now with 2.20 left to go in the second. John, are you with you watching the TELUS Sportsnet feed on ESPN Plus? This is picked up now by Madripani. Although it's two on three, this is bounced off of a couple Golden Knights sticks. And now the Golden Knights will gain the entry off the backhand. It's Riley Smith. He just scored the latest goal for Vegas. And this is spin around by Dara Dorev. And now on the second line, as this goes here for the Flames, they'll try to gain the entry across the neutral zone, and this is flipped in by Richie Coleman with his 15th of the season at 17-17. That's what it has right now from Lindholm and Weger. As the Flames get this back in their own end off the giveaway, and this is sent back down the ice. They said it was tipped off of Vegas. Thought that should have been an icing, but Calgary thought that the other time, and that ended up being a goal for Riley Smith. As it's picked up now near the right side wall, as Richie. Tries to come together, but can't get this off the pin. It's two on one, but he does actually get a chance to win it. Having to pinch the blue line is Christopher Tanev. As 120 left to go in the second. This is still a battle near the left side red line. Richie trying to play this out in front. And Richie now will send this back to the D. And another slap shot. This will get sent back into the same time. Tanev would do it again. This goes off the left pad of Jonathan Quick. And this will stay with the Flames. Couple saves for Jonathan now as this is Tanev spinning off the right side wall. Plays it off the backhand for Hannafin into the traffic. Oh, the backhand was shot wide by Dylan Dubé as this is sent back in for Hannafin. And now a race for the puck off the one on one. Here's Tanafin. He plays it off the right side red line. And now Dylan Dubé. Dubé will send it in. 40 seconds left to go in this second. It's a 3 2 lead for the Flames. 18 shots to 14. As Markstrom leaves it now here. Mackenzie Weger gets a couple skates. Nice move off the backhand as he beats one. 
but an offsides against Lucic and Kadri. At the same time, McKenzie Weaker was putting on the moves there, and that could have been an opportunity for a drop pass. 3-2 game with 29 seconds left to go in the second period. It's been a fun contest. I appreciate you guys jumping in and out. I know there hasn't been a lot of comments in the section. That's okay. If you want to get uh, some clear audio, you can follow along at the same name on Twitter Spaces at John Reinot. Same thing as the YouTube side. So we've got 20 seconds left to go in this middle frame. It's a 3-2 lead for Calgary. Don't go anywhere. This game, just like a week and a half ago, is going to be close. It's going to be good. So this is Vegas back in their own end now. Trying to play this. This gets knocked away for Kessel. He can't get this one out. But this gets sent down now. Down to 5 seconds. Rasmus Anderson. He's patient off the forehand. Send this around the inboards now. Big hit the other way, but that is going to end the second period. Blake Coleman gives the Flames the lead again. They were up by as much as two. Now they're only up by one, but Blake Coleman gets the tip out in front, and it's a 3-2 game after two. Come right back. We'll finish off this third period. So March 23rd in Calgary, that's going to be the day after my birthday on the side of it. That's when they will meet again to try to decide this season series. Right now it's tied 1-1. The Flames have picked up points in both games. they got a 3 out of 4 so far. But they need to get a big 2 points right now. And they have 20 more minutes to do so, unless they're going to need to go to OT. Hopefully for them they won't, because both of the Jets and the Preds lost tonight. So if the Flames win in regulation, they can get within 3 points to WC2. And there's not a lot of time left to go in this regular season. This is Jonathan Quick. We'll send this around. Vegas 6-14-0 when trailing after two. And Calgary has never won a game this year when trailing after three periods. So for them, thankfully, they're not. They're up 3-2. to two. As I made a declaration about a couple weeks ago about the Maple Leafs game, thinking that they would win that one, and they didn't. As this goes off the left pad of Jonathan Quick, Lindholm has been active tonight as he has this middle circle. That was a great setup for Mars. So trying to get this back off of the reach, and Huberto, I think, just got in front of that. That would have been his best play of the game so far. Kind of been noticed for the other reasons, which unfortunately is the case. This is picked up now for Rasmus Anderson. Anderson off of the stick shaft of Jonathan Quick, and this will fall back to get his door off. He'll just kick this around the kick plate here as he'll spin it around, and Michael Backlund gets us now into the left side wall as Flames come together trying to dispossess the Golden Knights of the puck. Again, the Golden Knights have the gold jerseys with the black pants. They're going to go right to left in this third. Left to right of the Calgary Flames, they have the white shirts and the red pants with the orange and red striping. As this is picked up now in the center zone. And now this will go a little bit too far for an ice. 18-34 left to go in this third frame potentially. It's a 3-2 score line. Blake Coleman has scored the latest goal for the Flames, and the shot board reads 22-16 in favor of Calgary at the moment. Calgary is 0-7-1 at T-Mobile Arena. They have never won a game here in Sin City, and this could go a long way into changing that to get three points within WC2. They would have to play Dallas on Saturday, and then the LA Kings on Monday. That would be their last difficult set of games before closing out the year with Plenty of teams that are below the playoff line, so they can definitely do this if Nashville turns over some of their games in hand and vice versa. They're going to have to play a couple against Colorado as the Bridgestone Arena water main break that happened, I think, in December. So this is picked up now by Dylan Dubé, and this goes off the skate of White Cloud and possibly hit quick as well as this is in the defensive end. Just two power plays in this game, both for the Golden Knights. This is picked up now for Jack Eichel. Keeps this off the backhand. 
still patient with it is they're not dispossessing him of the puck, and they'll flip this one up, a stick and out of play. So this will stay in the offensive end for VGK. As Jack Eichel had about 40 seconds of stick possession, he was just moving that all the way around the backhand, trying to find an opening. <clears throat> and so when Jack Eichel was in true beast mode, probably in his first three seasons with the Buffalo Sabres, he'd be a guy that can get you 70, 80 points easily, and he could be incredible with puck possession. He'd be hard to take off and get some shots and do everything. He's not been that same type of player, but with the experimental neck fusion surgery, that's kind of the thing that uh, Vegas is hoping he continues to get healthy and run into form because Vegas loves to roll the dice and swing at stars. And yes, that's pun intended on that side of it. They gamble their chips and put it all in like James Holzhauer on Jeopardy. That's what they do. And that's what they've done since they've been in the league. And they're trying to make sure they make the playoffs for the first time for missing in five years. As this bounced off of Nazem Kadri, but Jacob Markstrom made the save and this got moved ahead. That was almost a dangerous moment. But Vegas has been always trying to get those big names. Now they just want to get back to where they're supposed to be. But when Bruce Cassidy was available on the mark for the coaching side, I think that was an easy snag and one of the easiest ones to get. As Paul Cotter gets around a Stetcher hit, and now Nikita Zadorov just gets turned over into the neutral zone and then sent back down by Nikita Zadorov again. As he will collect. As Stetcher is out there trying to provide some support, and this will fall back to Howden in this Try to get across the red line, but it's turned over here by Vegas. Now they're in their own end. Is Jonathan Quick on the butterfly to the left post. One of the Golden Knights blows a tire, but still able to make the play and move it forward from the knees. So Riley Smith, get this knocked away from Chandler Stevenson. It's a race for a one-on-one. -on -one. Here comes the slap shot bomb, and that gets blasted around the inboards. This will go back into the Vegas defensive end as they look to tag up and then go right to left in this final stanza should we not get to overtime. It's 3-2 lead for Calgary. As this goes off of traffic, this goes off of William Carlson, and this will stay with the Golden Knights. Now Haig able to keep this as this will go back here for Cotter and then turned over. Hannafin trying to find this in between the skates. Flames just trying to get it out of their own end. They will gain the red line. A couple of sticks as Jonathan Huberto with the backhanded pass to Michael back one off the chip and chase, and this gets picked up here by White Cloud. Now battle near the left side wall as this goes to Vegas. They'll just flip this from about five feet right ahead to the teammate. Played off the backhand and will gain the entry as he gained the red line as Chandler Stevenson. And now Markstrom comes out of the goal crease, makes his pass across. There's about a 60-footer, and this gets sent down the ice, but not before it's ice. So Calgary can't change. Vegas can do whatever they want. They get an offensive zone drop coming. As we get a commercial half and half, it's a 3-2 lead for the Calgary Flames. Blake Coleman has the latest goal. Grayson says, hey, I'm on the Flames' money line tonight. I hope they don't choke. Well, they had a one-goal lead. The most they've had is two. And uh, Cooper's not with me tonight, Grayson, on that side. But I think he's hoping the same because both the Jets and the Preds lost. So since both of them lost, if Calgary wins in regulation, they get within three points of WC2. So, speaking of that, I might have just jinxed you because I think Mackenzie Weger is going to the box for a uh, delay of game. So, I know the other day when we were doing the broadcast, you were on the unfortunate side, and I agreed with you. I would have lost my money too, Grayson. I was with you. On the under between the Hurricanes and the Jets, that second period just got completely out of hand. So, this is going to be the first three power play opportunities. First three for the Golden Knights. They're 0 for 2 right now as Mackenzie Weger gets a delay of game. Now near the left side of the red line. 
15-35 left to go in the third. Calgary's got puck possession now. Lindholm will send this here for back one. We'll fire off the stick of Jonathan Quick as Lindholm tries to go ahead and get this chase for it. An opportunity now, Riley Smith on the right side. Wall, he makes a nice open pass off the backhand, and this is played off the last poke check by Dylan Dubé. That was open in the middle of the slot. And now here's a pass off of a one-on-one. Backlund's running out of gasoline, though. He's going to have to spin this around. He's probably going to have to go ahead and take a change as well. A minute 15 left to go in Vegas' power play. Third of the game for them. Nothing yet for Calgary on that side. All of their goals have been on even strength. All of the goals in this game have been on even strength. There's been five, and Calgary's up 3-2. to 22-16 on the shot board as Vegas still trying to get organized. Might be some boos here at T-Mobile as they're waiting for this team to get going here as Carlson plays it on the right wing side for Smith. He plays the drop pass. Can Malik Martinez hold it in? Yes, he can as he flips it around there for Riley Smith. Number 19 gets it off the backhand. Sets it back here for Phil the Thrill. Now Petrangelo try to get it to Kessel, and this bounces off of Blake Coleman and sent back down the ice. So 35 seconds left to go in the VGK power play. It's their third of the game. As this is sent back down the ice, and Vegas is going to ice it on their own power play. So Calgary are going to get an offensive zone draw. Upcoming with 14-17 left to go in the third. So I promise that I will try to get some NCAA tournament action or everything else mixed in, to, in throughout the week as well. I know Saturday will be a broadcast day, whether or not Cooper and I will take uh, Dallas Stars and the Flames, whether or not I'll tackle that myself. I know he's been busy. But Monday and Tuesday, for sure, next week will be broadcast days for me before uh, next, Wednesday's, next Wednesday's birthday plan. So got to make sure I keep that open with the fiancé. So this is a defensive zone faceoff win. Now here's a chance for Eichel. Now Eichel will play this off the backhand as he'll gain the entry. Hannafin slams this around the inboards, and this will effectively be cleared. As I see Cooper in here, I'm going to get him in there right now, whether he just wants to listen or speak on it. So four seconds left to go on the Vegas power play. Markstrom makes a save with the right pad, and it falls right back to him. 13:44. Wow. John Ott, my friend, uh, thank you for even letting me into this broadcast, but I happened to jump in right when you were uh, <laughs> you were mentioning uh, some exciting times coming up for you. you got a birthday coming up, my friend. Yeah, next uh, Wednesday on that side of it. So Monday and Tuesday I will definitely be doing some broadcasts, but uh, after that I'll probably be MIA for the next few days. So I know you've been busy with all that stuff, but in the, in the interim, I think I had to hold the fort down here, Cooper, because I saw that the Jets and the Preds lost. So if Vegas gets this win, they'll be within three points. Yeah, the Flames, uh, the, the Jekyll and Hyde run here for Calgary. Uh, it looks like maybe this is a Jekyll night, a good night for them, but uh, the, the Hyde side is always there. We've seen it too many times. But uh, if they pull this out, yeah, they definitely keep themselves in the conversation. So we'll have to figure it out as far as uh, Saturday. I know I'm, I might get some NCAA tournament games. I'll have to see what I can do. But if Saturday, if you're available on that side, I know they play the Dallas Stars, and then Monday is the LA Kings. After that for the Flames, though, is a bunch of teams below the playoff line. I know they don't have games in hand, but if some of these other teams mess around here a little bit, Cooper, Calgary's got an opportunity here to... Still get that wild card spot. I know it didn't look that good about a week and a half ago. I know we've been gone for a while, but they're right there still. They are right there. 
Yeah, they are. They're at least hanging around. Which, uh, <laughs> as a Flames fan, you you know, I can say that that sometimes that hope is what then ends up burning you. No, every time I say it, it's a pun. But it, you know, that has happened before. But we remain optimistic. You and I have always remained optimistic, and uh, and we'll see what happens with these Calgary Flames. It's very interesting. They seem to get up uh, to play teams that are that are above them in the standings and then have a little bit of trouble when it comes to taking on teams that they should have an easier time with. So we'll see. And what we did notice, I know I had all the names right as far as the depth chart, but no Jacob Peltier, no Walker Dewar. It's been complete roster turnover here for Daryl Sutter's squad as they have the lead. They have not won in Vegas. They're 0-7-1 as the putt goes offside, but it's a big opportunity to get two points. Nazem Kadri goes offsides. We'll do it again. Yeah, and, uh, and John, of course, thanks for, again, thanks for letting me jump in here well uh, into this contest and just want to tell you that I appreciate the message you sent. I will uh, give you a reply uh, in full after we're done with uh, tonight's call. Uh, just some family stuff going on. Everything's okay. Uh, I was doing some traveling and uh, taking care of some of that, so I'll, I'll give you the details as, uh, as we get moving forward. All right, I appreciate that. If I if I put you in haphazardly and I didn't need to, then you can back out and listen if you want to. I don't want to bother you if you got stuff going on. I figured I'd just get you in nonetheless. As Theodore will fire uh, fire this on, and this goes off the right pad of Jacob Markstrom as this is picked up now here for Eichel and then sent back around the red line side for Nazem Kadri. As there's some players that come together, Kadri will flip this across. This bounces off of Huberto's stick and now taller to Foley. This goes just over him as Brett Howden able to try to gain the injury there, but this will fall back to Mackenzie Wigger and now Brandon Tannen. They'll play crisscross. Wigger will skate with it, gain the red line as this is flipped in around. Quick will take a look at it, but this goes near the left side boards with 12.45 left to go in the third as this is a pickup. Here's a chance for Howden. He's going to try to chip and chase. He gets around Weger. Howden's still with this. There's a snow job on the other side for Tanev. Spin back around the end boards for Amadio as this is picked up here for Whitecloud. And again, Zach Whitecloud, he scored against Calgary the last time we covered that game. He'd scored when he only had two on the season. Now he's got three. As a stick is knocked out of the air. And is this going to be a power play again for Vegas? That's their fourth. Oh boy, John, have I uh, have I brought the traditional Calgary Flames luck with me to this broadcast? <laughs> uh, I will be honest; I, I was not able to tune in uh, at the beginning of the even of the night for the Flames and, and the Knights. Uh, but then, as soon as I did, I noticed they were up two nothing. Then, about five minutes later, it was two two, only to see the Calgary takes the lead again. But yeah, they're in a, a precarious spot here, giving Vegas more man advantages. Yeah, and it's again, this would be four for Vegas and nothing for the Flames. I think Rasmus Anderson might have also maybe taken a stick up to the mouth. I certainly do. That does not look like an acting job to me as the refs are talking this one over. Yeah, we'll see what we have here. Just getting things sorted out. I'm keeping an eye on my side as well. High sticking penalty is the call and I think this one may go against Vegas very interesting turn here yeah this could be a chance for the Flames to uh, to potentially put this game away yeah so the Flames they could have their first power play of the game they could essentially put it away as Cooper said they need to right now because if you talk about it so many times it's not about picking up one point here it's about it's about picking up two you were handed a gift today as far as the Jets 
and the Preds lost. I mean, the Preds lost to the Chicago Blackhawks. So you have to be able to take advantage of it when you can. So Michael Backlund is going to go ahead and take the offensive zone draw. 7.33 left to go in that side of it. So 12.20 left to go in our game. I always confuse that other side of the squirrel line. My apologies. So this is picked up now here for Howden. And now Weger tries to get to it as this is chance for Calgary off their first power play of the game. We thought it could have been the fourth for Vegas as Rasmus Anderson will spin this around. Now Elias Lindholm off the drop pass picked up here for Toffoli. Now Toffoli, patient, send it back here for Rasmus Anderson. Give it to Toffoli on the right wing side as he rocks the handle. This is picked up in the middle and now this could be a shorthanded opportunity to Foley. Great job off the back check, but it's still live and then slap shotted wide by Marciso. My goodness, Vegas has certainly had some opportunities one way to score. They just missed on some. Here's a sauce pass the other way to Foley's in the offensive zone now. He's got to be tired after that get back attempt. And now Rasmus Anderson. As this is picked up here by the Flames, it's Michael Backlund, now near the left side of the faceoff dot, as he continues to hold around. I think he bakes it off of Jonathan Quick and in. This is a goal for the Flames, four to two. John, potentially one of the biggest goals of the season, <laughs> right there for the Calgary Flames, as they just put themselves up by a count of two against the Vegas Golden Knights in Nevada. What an unbelievable play right there. Michael Backlund, he's been one of the best Flames all season long. He does his best Johnny Gaudreau impression. That is in off of the back of Jonathan Quick. That's right off the nameplate and in the net, my friend. It's 4-2 Calgary. What a ridiculous goal that was because on the other end, it seemed like Vegas had an open net to shoot at, but you are exactly correct. That was a Johnny Gaudreau impression there for Michael Backlund. I mean, he hit that off the back of Jonathan Quick's Helmet and in. So that is the puck bounces that you need. And I will say this, Cooper, for the amount that Calgary, and we know we've talked about this, has not gotten throughout this year. I think this has been one of those games where that's pushed in the forefront as we have 11 minutes left to go in the third, but this game is not done. As this is picked up across the red line side, and now Noah Hanif, and we'll try to collect this, and bodies will come together. Backlund also as well, as this is sent back down the ice here for quick. Quick will spin it around as this gets knocked from Daradayev. And now on the second line side, this will be Haig. He'll play this and off the embankment as this gets sent down the wall. And now Zadorov trying to use the big body to hold that off. And here's a chance for Dylan Dubé. Get this in his own end. We're getting very close to the halfway marker of this third. And Calgary again has their biggest lead. They're up 2 nothing, and now it's 4-2. This goes off the left blocker of Jonathan Quick. As this is sent back around the end boards again. And body contact come together. I think that was Troy Stetcher that got hit right in the mouth. As this is sent down the ice. And we are still waiting for a call. And now we finally get one. That was kind of awkward. 10.09 left to go in the third. Yeah, what an interesting uh, what an interesting third period that I, I stumbled my way into here, John. I know you've been doing the yeoman's work covering this game since uh, puck drop in the first. And... Uh, all of a sudden, we have Flames assistant captain Michael Backlund uh, showing off why he's in a leadership role. I mean, this is impressive stuff from them. See if the Flames can close this thing out. They haven't always been able to do that. Yeah, you got to be able to find a way right now. We keep saying it. you got Dallas. you got the L.A. Kings coming up. I mean, that's after that, you have to just beat teams you're supposed to beat. I mean, you had an opportunity the other day 
against Arizona. So now if you can get this one against Vegas and get the full two points and kind of exercise the demons at T-Mobile, that's a start in the right direction. As this is picked up now, Nazem Kadri gets this across the red line and it's sent back down. Vegas will touch up off the backhand here for McNabb as this will get picked up now near the left side of the red line. And they'll try this one more time with Braden McNabb. A 50-foot pass, gain into the neutral zone off the backhand. It's Jonathan Marciso, and his sauce pass goes just away from Chandler Stevenson as he took out Noah Hannafin, but he gets right back up and plays it. They'll make this pass here for uh, Majapani, but there's a whole bunch of body contact in between Michael Amadio, and it's sent back down the ice into the neutral zone. It's trying to get picked up by the jerseys and gold. It's Alec Martinez, former LA King. As this gets sent back down here for Vegas, and they'll try again right to left. Alec Martinez gains the entry left wing side off the drop pass, and a good play by Blake Coleman as he knocked that away. And now this will get picked up into the neutral zone now for VGK. Collected for Michael Amadio and sent back down as this goes up into the netting and on a play with 849 in the third. Boy, great shot right there on the Sportsnet feed on my side of uh, Michael Backlund after his goal that made it 4-2 Flames uh, over in the, the near corner, puts his hands up in the air in celebration, and also just kind of gives his teammates a little bit of a head nod and a shrug, just kind of like, hey, I guess I just did that. <laughs> That's some, as you said, my friend, that is sometimes what it takes. you gotta, you got to be a little ambitious, and Michael Backlund making a big difference here. Um, and I'm just curious, John, because I'm obviously coming into this thing uh, uh, quite late, um, maybe you can give me your quick opinion on uh, who stood out to you tonight, obviously other than Backlund, who we're just talking about, but who for the Flames uh, have you liked this evening, and, and who for the Vegas Golden Knights have you thought uh, has been performing well? So I'm going to go with one that you know you always saw in the first line last year, but Elias Lindholm. He's been making the plays that he's supposed to make. He set up a beautiful no-look backhand pass in the second period for Tyler Toffoli, which put the Flames up 2 nothing, and then I'll throw in a bonus there for the Calgary Flames. Blake Coleman has also looked really good, not only with that tip goal, but he's provided the energy off the back check, and he's looked really good. And on the other end, I'd have to go with some of the goal scorers there for Riley Smith because he's been all around the puck. There was a semi-controversial play in the second period when the Flames were stuck in their own end for a while, and then a William Carlson pass led to a Riley Smith one-timer goal that Jacob Markstrom thought should have been icing. And we came back from the commercial break. It was proven that he was right, but the Flames didn't get the call. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a peek at that uh, replay on my own. But uh, it's good. Good to hear your thoughts about that. And, you know, Blake Coleman, he's he's been, uh, I would say, kind of under-recognized this year, but definitely been a solid contributor, kind of a prototypical Daryl Sutter forward, uh, you know, veteran leadership, um, not the flashiest player, but can do a lot of things well. And uh, he'd have the game-winning goal right now if the uh, score stands. Yes, he would. And when we do get another commercial break, I'll have to ask you, I know all the lines have been shuffled, but Daryl Sutters, he's kind of pulling out all the stops as far as making those line changes. So if we do get another stoppage, I want to ask you about that. As we're live now, it's 8.45 left to go in the third. It's a neutral zone faceoff win here for the Golden Knights. They are down by a pair. It's 4-2. It's absolutely critical. I know we say that every time Cooper's on with me in the broadcast, but this one's true. When you have the opponents behind there lose, you've got to be able to make up the advantage, get within three points. And here's a back pass opportunity, and this actually bounced off one of the Knights. This will stay with Michael Backlund. They'll put this in the high slot D-to-D. Looking for the traffic, and that's saved by Quick. 8:21 left. Hey, you know, John, just in these uh, handful of minutes that I've been 
uh, in on the broadcast with you, I'm really paying attention to the way the Flames are communicating, and I like what I see. Good communication between the D pairings. It also seems like the forwards are moving very well, and this is late in the game now. Of course, you always get a little extra jump when you uh, are protecting a lead, but uh, I just like what I'm seeing from this uh, Flames team. Yeah, they've kind of brought some of that same energy from our last broadcast and when they played against Calgary and Vegas at T-Mobile. They'll get a chance to do that again on the 23rd at the Saddle Dome. And they've played Vegas well throughout most of these games. They've picked up three out of a possible four points so far in this four-game series. Trying to get a big two points here. As this is Rasmus Anderson. And I'll send this back across here. Mackenzie Wigger, the normal defensive partner, but this is picked off by William Carlson. His stretch pass here for Riley Smith. He'll collect in the left side red line. He'll try to just fire it across the blue paint, but it ends up going across the right dot as Adam Rzichka finds Dylan Dubé. And this is flipped back down. Jonathan Quick will take a look at it, but he's not going to play it. 7.40 left to go in this third as Nicholas Haig will play this across into the neutral zone. This gets turned over and dumped back down by Calgary. 24 shots to 19. It's a 4-2 lead for the Flames. This is a monumental time to pick up points. Again, you got Dallas on Saturday and the Kings on Monday. Both late starts at 10 and 10.30 Eastern as this is sent back to Riley Smith and Eichel. And it gets knocked away, picked up across the left side red line. This takes a flip, and the camera will locate the puck there for Nikita Zadorov. This will fall back to him, and he makes an open pass there for Lewis. As Lewis and Lucci try to flip this there to Nazem Kadri, but it's four Golden Knights to one Nazem Kadri. As Cotter will get a stick on it, keeps this alive off the forehand. He spins now, still patient with it, working his way behind the left side of the crease of Markstrom's office, and now D to D. Here comes the wrist shot, and that one goes wide to the left side of the red line and sent back down the ice as Lindholm. Here's a race for Majapati by himself. Big save scores! Tyler Toffoli! It's 5-2! to two. <laughs> Jonathan Ott, where has this Flames team been all season long? I will say Tyler Toffoli's play has only been improving. I think you'll agree, really from the beginning of this season to the point that we're watching right now. But one stumble by one of the biggest Golden Knights springs Andrew Mangiapane. Quick goes left to right. Mangiapane's shot is saved. Good job by Quick there. But the rebound is right on the doorstep. And number 73 in white finishes it off. This game's going to go to the Flames, John. This is a team win by the Flames. Make no mistake about what I'm going to say, but I think Tyler Toffoli... I think he's been the MVP of this team so far this year, and that's another big goal for him. you got to follow that up. 5-2, I agree with you. 6.30 left to go in the third. This looks to be the Flames game. we got to make sure they don't concede anything quick here as Alec Martinez tries to pick it up near the left side dot, and they'll be 1-7-1. and It's better than 0-7-1. It's big time to get two points. 6.23, you get a penalty upcoming, I believe. Yeah, John, of course, uh, I should have known. Uh, I should have learned my lesson on this front long ago. The hockey gods are immediately punishing me for my overconfidence. <laughs> Going to get a holding call against the Flames here. And uh, Vegas has a chance with a handful of minutes left to try to chip away at this three-goal deficit. And if they do, as uh, I believe we're actually looking at Blake Coleman sitting for that holding call, uh, 6.23 on the clock, two minutes in this man advantage for Vegas, uh, this is an opportunity. They have to score here if they want to come back. Yes, they do. And again, for Blake Coleman, for him being in the box, he'd be one of the best flames of this game right now, so that's not the one you want. He gets busted for a hold at 1337. We got 615 left to go in the third. Cooper Hopkins join me here to take this in late 
as this is Vegas and Calgary, as this is another battle in the Pacific Division. It's monumental. We keep talking about that because teams behind them have lost, so Calgary get within three. So this would be a great day for Flames fans. And it's a great day for everyone else on the broadcast because it's certainly been a while that we can call a big win as this is picked up now for Petrangelo into the traffic, and I think this got blocked before it ever hit Markstrom. This will be with the Flames now, but this will be chipping the players' bench at 546. Yeah, John, and you know, that wasn't uh, too dramatic of a play right there, but I was actually holding my breath a bit because it didn't look like Markstrom had a clear visual on where that buck was coming from. I think if it, it would have made it all the way through, that could have been a seeing-eye goal right there. Absolutely. And on the other end, I know I mentioned this in the open as far as Vegas, so no Logan Thompson, Brossois, Aiden Hill. Uh, they had someone else down, so now they have Jonathan Quick because Robin Leonard's done for the year. Jonathan Quick is the fifth goalie right now. He's the one that's getting the start, and he has been 3-0 since the trade from uh, the LA Kings and the Columbus Blue Jackets, although he didn't suit up, so he's about to be 3-1 and as this gets sent back down into the neutral zone, but not with 535 withstanding, but Calgary's up by 3. Grayson's going to be happy because he said he put the money on the Flames tonight as this is picked up here for Marceau. And this is sent back now off the backhand. Riley Smith, Marceau, here comes the bomb. And that did not have the accuracy, but it certainly had the powers. It was brushing past the right bar. And now Quick will play it. Send this around the kick plate as this is picked back up now. Now Eichel, try to get this a little bit forward here. As reverse hit the other way, and Markstrom will settle it back down. And here are the Flames. They're going to try to get this left to right. As this is flipped, and that was almost a breakaway, I believe, for Majapani, but we get an offside entry. Yeah, John, something to note here. I'm seeing it on my Sportsnet feed. Uh, we have 5.01 to go in the third, and guess who is taking a seat on the bench? Uh, that's the guy with the mask on, Jonathan Quick, leaving the crease. Empty net now for Vegas. The old five-minute net pull, Cooper. We don't see these very often. <laughs> this is a, this is a rare one, John, and they're going to take a timeout, the Golden Knights will. And they have 38 seconds left on this power play, so I think they heard our comments, and... Uh, and their strategy aligns with what we're thinking. They have to score on the man advantage if they really want to build a comeback here. And that's why, in part, they're going to try to go with the six on four effectively with Quick out of his crease. Yeah, and for where Vegas is in the standings right now, they're top in the West. They're probably not going to get any points out of this, so why not try to go for broke and get way in there? It makes a lot of sense. You want to make that push. Unfortunately, now I'm looking at the uh, Sportsnet highlights for the Arizona game and the Calgary game, and that was another gut punch there. I'm glad we didn't have to do the broadcast on that side because I think I showered it at my TV the other day. But we got a chance to look at a couple of these goals that went off the back of the head of Jonathan Quick and in against some bounces. Sometimes you don't get them, sometimes you get them, and Calgary's enjoying a 5-2 lead, although they worked very hard for it. Michael Backlund being profiled with four shots and one goal. As this is a neutral zone faceoff when Eichel trying to set this up off the back pass and off the give and go has got this near the left side dot. Again, it's an empty net for Vegas. This is a chance off of a post off of a 100-foot shot there for the Calgary Flames. So they're still enjoying a 5-2 lead. Could have made it 6-2 if it just inches the other way. Chandler Stevenson off the drop pass here for Amadio. And now Stevenson. Puts this around the kick plate as it will go D to D. Try to find Stevenson one more time, but this gets turned over. And Calgary will play it. Then we get slap shotted from 100 feet now. Markstrom will take a look at it as Noah Hannafin tries to flip this one down the ice. 
And this is a chase for the puck here. It's Coleman. He scores. He was the first to it, and now he gets an empty netter. Blake Coleman makes it 6-2. to two. This game's done. You called it, partner. Number 20 in white, Blake Coleman. Man, he's in the right place at the right time right here on this penalty kill. The puck is flipped up out of the flame zone. Coleman's coming down the near wall, picks it up. And even though it's a bit of a tough angle right there, he calmly shovels that puck into the net. And you know what, John? I'm getting the replay. Why was he in such a good position? Well, we can't forget, he's the man coming out of the box. So the Flames kill the penalty and instantly hit the empty net and put this game, no pun intended, on ice. Yeah, you got to watch out for the old Allison Chains, man, in the box. That was Blake Coleman there. He ended up picking that, getting the uh, empty netter. So it's 6-2, to two, and this is going to be a good day. The Flames are going to get within three of wild card numero dos, and they're going to have a monumental game on Saturday against the Dallas Stars when they go back to the Saddle Dome. Dallas Stars have lost their last couple, so I'm certain they're going to be hungry in the Central, try to hold on to first place, so that should be a big game. As this is picked up now, Ricochet scores off the slap shot! And here we go again, here's another one for Dubé! Oh, John, that is a thing of beauty. I know it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but you know what? It looked to me like Dylan Dubé was exercising some demons right there. He has been absolutely frigid of late you know he's been a contributor for the flames in years past a secondary goal scorer but right there he absolutely unleashes on a rebounding puck right there jonathan quick is a little too far out of the blue paint near that far post dubay sends an absolute bullet into the net untouched 7-2 yep this is going to be uh, a lot of fun and cooper uh, i know we've done a ton of broadcasts and I, the last time I think we ever had you know this much fun is when your head was spinning in between the Battle of Alberta when we had that high-scoring game that the Flames won. But this is a definitive regular season win that we have been waiting for and an answer that we have been waiting for. Can this team make the push, make the playoffs, do what they need to do, at least for this night? There are no questions. Yeah, and John, you know, the pendulum keeps swinging here for the Flames. You know, of course, it's it's easy for us to sit here. I don't want to be doom and gloom. I just want to, uh, yeah. you know, remind our listeners that what, what team we're talking about here. <laughs> you know, we are, we're talking about a team that uh, certainly has not done what they're doing right now. This this has been uh, a rarity for the Flames this year to, to outscore an opponent of this caliber by five goals. It's almost like I'm... Uh, if I had a genie, I would wish for the Flames to split up the seventh spot. I would say take the four tonight or even the three and uh, then, you know, deposit the next amount of goals in that game coming up because yeah. you're going to need those against the tough Dallas Stars team. Um, so we'll see, John. Now, obviously, this is going to be a big two points for the Flames on a night when they can move forward. Uh, as you mentioned, the Preds and the Jets both losing, so they're staying kind of uh, frozen in their spots in the standings. The Flames going to make a little bit of a, an, an adjustment on where they are in terms of their point totals. Um, and I guess we just keep holding our breath, my friend. We have we have given a lot of rope to this Flames team. And after that Arizona loss, I was pretty worried. I was about ready to hang it up. And then they come out, John, and they do this. What are we supposed to do? I guess we just keep, keep gripping tight on this crazy ride of the Flames season. Yeah, they're going to keep us uh, waiting here for Game 82, and I think we said that months ago. But now that the commercial break, and considering where the scoreline is, I wanted just to ask you this. So, I know you've been traveling, all that stuff, work and things, and, but I saw that Daryl Sutter is pretty much, he's flipped the entire lineup around. No no Walker Dewar, no Jacob Pelche tonight, but everyone else is still withstanding, but the entire lines have been mixed. 
What do you think Daryl Setter's message was? Are we just going to change everything around and see what works, or this is the time we got to go for it and let's do it now? Well, if you ask uh, Twitter, Calgary Flames Twitter, uh, until until these seven goals were scored, you know, I think everyone, or nine out of ten Flames fans online, were thinking that Daryl Sutter should have been thrown in the loony bin. But you know what? I think this is a classic move by a, a very sharp and a veteran coach. You know, putting the young kids on the shelf. They're the future of this franchise in part. Uh, but you know what? Oh, we got a little bit of action here. I want to let you jump back into the play-by-play. I'll finish my thoughts uh, as we uh, are back under it. Oh, my goodness. You had an opportunity there for the Vegas Golden Knights off of a three-on-two. Let me get back in. we will finish that off because I do want to get to that. So it was a three-on-two that got brushed aside, and I'm seeing the T-Mobile Arena a little bit empty right now as this gets shot out of play. But go ahead and finish your thoughts. Yeah, I think the uh, Knights fans are, uh, are, are are heading to the Bellagio. They're heading to the slots because they might have better luck than the Golden Knights are in their own barn tonight. But, yeah, my final thought is that, you know, Sutter uh, definitely questioned throughout the year. I think the team has underperformed. That is, that's not really a question. But when you make moves like that, you know what? You're taking the responsibility, and you also get to take the uh, take the victories, and this is a huge victory. I think that he lit a fire under his uh, roster saying, you know what? doesn't matter who you are. I'm going to put you on the bench. I'm going to put you in the press box if you're not contributing. Um, and you know what? The Flames came out and they contributed really across the lineup tonight. It's pretty impressive, John. Yeah, it is. And I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I was going to get a, Ve- a Vegas uh, tripping penalty against Lindholm. But I will say this. Yes, you got the answer tonight, and you got the help that you needed behind you. And that's what the Flames are going to need because they don't have games in hand. We know that. But the question is now, and it's just like for everybody else, what is going to happen on Saturday? Stars have lost the last couple games. I didn't say they didn't. They didn't get embarrassed by Edmonton, but they got handled 5-2 on that end. Calgary's won the couple games there against Dallas. Dallas does not want to get swept in the season series. You only meet three times because they're in the Pacific and the Central side of it. That's going to be a big game at the Settle Dome. How do you respond against a desperate Dallas team that wants to hold on that first seed in the Central? Yeah, John, it's going to be... Uh... It's going to be our storyline, and uh, I may or may not be able to join you for that one. We'll certainly talk about that one uh, behind the scenes, and hopefully I can. Uh, but we're back underneath the action, which is trademarked John Ott. I use that uh, only with his express permission. And the Flames have about a minute 45 here in a man advantage, which is uh, pretty much just a technicality at this point, but about 2.25 left on the clock. So, John, take it away, and let's close this thing out. They're going to get a chance to play keep away here for the Flames, and they're going to feel really good about what they've done. And I would say this is the best win of the season right now, not because of the large score line, but the matter of fact and the competition that it is. And then this could be one of the best moments of this season, all the way up to winning the first four games of the regular season when we had a lot of hype on that side with all the changes. And I mean that. It's been an up-and-down type of season, but you've got to celebrate the wins when you can get them. Two minutes left to go on the third. Again, this power play is going to be nothing more than a formality. But 30 shots to 19 is Vegas. Don't forget, they've won four straight games. And they've, they've dealt with some injuries, but they've looked really good of late. And Calgary punched them right in the mouth tonight on the road. And they finally get a win at T-Mobile. Well, they'll go 1-7-1. and And again, it's about the wins when you can get them at this point in the year. It's taller to Foley. Has this one fanned on, but this will fall back to Rasmus Anderson. A little bit of practice here right now. You feel like you're in an empty ice rink, I would imagine. Tyler Toffoli, he has this as this is played back. In between Huberdeau, trying to get this one in the middle of the slot. 
And now this will be an opportunity for Vegas to settle this back in their own end, but they'll turn it over across the neutral zone and go ahead and take some changes for Bruce Cassidy's squad. So Rasmus Anderson set this up here for Backlund off the sauce pass, and that just eluded Elias Lindholm. He could have had an opportunity for another goal. Elias Lindholm, Blake Coleman, but again, all of the Calgary Flames for me. They've been excellent throughout this as this is picked up by the Flames. Picked up across the right side wall now. Sent around the end boards and sent down the ice. Now it's Markstrom as he gets interfered with the Nissan ads that go across. Sometimes it blends into the players and it trips up your four eyes as this goes across now for Backland. And now the Flames gain the offensive end, although it's one on four, and they'll just flip it down. Again, it's all formality here with 25 seconds. We've not been able to say that a lot throughout the season, but boy, does it feel good, I imagine, as this is picked up now. Toward the right wing wall, Vegas has possession. They'll try to send this out in front. Now off the backhand, it's a chance for Coleman as he'll spend this back to the defensive side. I don't imagine there's going to be much more press here for Vegas as the Flames will take this one home in a dominating fashion. They win 7-2 at T-Mobile Arena against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, they do, John. This is a big one. I'm, I'm sure glad that I was able to uh, jump on the latter portion of this broadcast. And, and again, I'm just so appreciative that you uh, let me come in and, and enjoy this one with you. It's always much more fun to share it. And uh, I'm glad we could share a game like this because there haven't been all that many that have looked like this, have there, John? No. it's We've had to ride or die with this team all the way through. And I know I'm right there with you. I know the Flames aren't my team, but I feel like they're my second team for as many that we've done. I'm just enjoying what I'm seeing right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's a special night against a, a, a very good team in, in Vegas, and that's an understatement. Uh, they're headed to the playoffs, and they will likely make some noise there. But you know what? This is what's been so tantalizing about the Calgary Flames. <laughs> they are showing us they are capable of reaching that ceiling, and that's a high ceiling for them. They can do this against the best teams in the league. And, uh, you know, big credit to the teams uh, around the around the continent uh, in particular. How about those Chicago Blackhawks? First, they beat the Boston Bruins handily, and then they take out uh, one of the Flames' rivals tonight in order to uh, help the Flames move up in the standings. And interestingly, right now with 15 to go in the third, the San Jose Sharks leading the Seattle Kraken by a score of one nothing. So very intriguing here, John, and we're going to have a lot to cover and lots to talk about. Really great performance this tonight from so many of the Flames players. I love the fact that Mackenzie Weger gets a little scoring touchback. New Calgary Flame, uh, Troy Stetcher, uh, he throws the uh, the hands, it gets physical, riles his team up. Blake Coleman, multiple goals. Tyler Toffoli, I agree with you, my friend. I think he's been the team's MVP, and uh, this is one to remember for sure and could be a turning point for the Flames. Yeah, again, we'll have to see on the late games between Saturday and Monday between the Stars and the Kings. That's going to be the toughest stretch there for Calgary. That's remaining, and then they will have one more game against Vegas in the day after my birthday on the 23rd. So that'll be it as far as uh, playoff teams are concerned for Calgary. We know what it's about as far as teams that are under that line. But you have to be able to slay that ghost, slay that dragon at some point. 
and turn it around. This was a big one tonight. They got some help in front of them, make no mistake about that. But to go out and get a 7-2 win against the Vegas Golden Knights, who have been one of the very best teams all year in the top of the Western Conference all year, is a big one. But again, we'll find out what happens on uh, Saturday. I'm sure I'll be here to do that one, because I think I'm going to have to, especially after this performance. And then maybe next week, it'll be Monday, Tuesday. It's going to be a little bit of a short broadcast week after that. But we'll be in touch, Cooper. I'm glad you could uh, join me here for this late part of it, and I'll uh, look forward to hearing from you. Just let me know what's going on once I get this uh, story typed up tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for your great work as always. Uh, and like I said before, glad we could join up even for a portion of this one. And uh, I've got a big smile on my face, John. I will let you know uh, what's going on on my side. And, uh, yeah, my friend, uh, this was a fun one. The final, 7-2. to two. Man, we have not been able to say that too often. Looking forward to the next one whenever it comes. Uh, and we close in continually. We just get closer and closer, don't we, John? Playoffs are right around the corner. Yes, we do. And it's games like these that uh, kind of give you the hope, man. We just have to hope it continues here. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, listen. Have a good night. I will uh, I will get back in touch with you shortly to, to give you all the rest of the details, and, and we'll get back to it soon. All right. Sounds good. Peace.